Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. If you've ever asked yourself, what is disability insurance? I've heard about it. And then, do I even need it? The answer to the second question is absolutely yes. And this whole show is devoted to what is disability insurance and why the answer is yes, you do need it. Here we go. This is the College Investor Audio Show. Thanks so much for being with us. All right. So first of all, we're asking what is disability insurance? Well, it's insurance that replaces part of your income if you become medically disabled, unable to work for a covered reason. It is one of the most important forms of insurance and so underrated, yet few people have personal disability insurance policy. Hmm. If you're covered at all, you're probably covered through work. And here's what you need to know about disability insurance. Well, I'm just going to get brutally honest here. It's not cheap. It really isn't. Disability insurance feels pretty expensive. The exact price of a policy depends pretty much on several factors, age, health status, occupation, especially whether it's a hazardous occupation, and the amount of income you want to replace. Let's say you're replacing $3,500 a month, or 60% of a $70,000 per year income. Costs between $175 and $250 for a 30-year-old woman in what would be considered a not-so-dangerous occupation. The exact costs for a policy, they really do vary. However, a lot of people in the early career stages can expect to pay between $150 and $250 for coverage. We have tons of links and resources, by the way, at thecollegeinvestor.com, so you can check prices there, too. What terms do you need to know? Well, when you're looking for disability insurance, you need to know the jargon, and there's lots of it. These are a few things you'll need to understand. Own occupation coverage or any occupation coverage. An own occupation insurance policy covers individuals who can't perform specific types of work. For example, if a surgeon can't perform surgery, she is disabled from her own occupation. She might be able to provide generalized medical counsel, but but her ability to earn income from her own occupation is completely wiped out. Therefore, if the surgeon has own occupation disability insurance, she'll be covered. By contrast, any occupation coverage requires you to be disabled and unable to perform any sort of work. This is an enormously difficult standard to meet, as you would actually have to prove that you cannot perform even simple tasks, such as data entry, to be considered disabled. Social Security Disability Income Insurance is any occupation coverage. That means you really can't rely on it to cover potential income losses. Now, the likelihood that you truly can't perform any work is very low, so ideally, you want a private-owned occupation disability insurance policy. Short-term and long-term disability. So, short-term disability insurance is insurance that covers your income from the moment you're disabled through a short period of time, often 6 to 12 weeks. Often, short-term disability insurance will cover your income following a child delivery, for instance, In fact, many women who receive some form of paid maternity leave through their companies are paid through short-term disability policies. The amount of income covered through a short-term disability period does vary. Anything from 50% of income to 100% could be covered. If you have short-term, check with your provider to learn about the amount of income covered. 
Long-term policies start covering your income after a period of time, usually about two to six months, and cover you until age 65 or until your disability is resolved. These policies replace a portion of your income during this time. Usually a policy will replace a maximum of 60% of your income. Income coverage. If you have disability insurance through your work, you probably have a policy that covers 60% of your base salary. If your income is structured with a lot of bonuses and commissions, your disability policy, eh, that could be pretty lousy. Salespeople and others with variable incomes should connect with a human resources rep to determine whether the disability policy offered by the company actually does suit their needs. (laughs) Generally, when you buy a private policy, you'll cover a specific dollar value. The maximum dollar value you can buy will be 60% of your annual salary. When you need to buy your own disability insurance, if you're not covered through work, employers commonly offer disability as a workplace benefit. But if you don't have coverage through a job, it pays to get one on your own. Self-employed people. It's easy to make the case that you should have disability insurance. If you can't work, you still need money. Disability insurance replaces your income when you're medically unable to work. But if you're self-employed, the 150 plus monthly cost may keep you from buying the insurance you really need. Spending that money might be a tough pill to swallow. But if you can possibly squeeze it into your budget, buy disability insurance. If you can't work for a period of time, you'll be thankful to have that coverage. Anyone considering staying home with the kids. So self-employed people may fail to buy disability insurance. But another group that tends to be uncovered are stay-at-home parents. So, for example, if a mom purchased a private supplemental disability insurance policy that covered maybe $1,400 a month in coverage, under the structure of the policy, she would actually be allowed to keep the policy in force even if she stopped working on a full-time basis. So she would keep the policy in force during her stay-at-home mom years when she didn't work full-time. So if she became disabled during that period, the policy would still pay out $1,400 a month. Man, this would have allowed her to pay for childcare, household help, had she been unable to provide those herself. In general, these private policies must be purchased during a time when you're working full-time. So here's some ways to save money on disability insurance. You need disability insurance, but we know it's expensive. So what can you do? Here are at least a few ways to save money. The first is to skip short-term disability insurance in favor of an emergency fund. If you can cover six months or more of expenses, you can just skip the short-term disability. Additionally, if you're young and you think your parents can take care of you, you can probably skip the short-term too. The only people who should strongly consider purchasing short-term are self-employed women who may want to have a child and will need the policy to fund a maternity leave, for instance. With long-term, there are a few ways to cut costs. Now, the first is to reduce the amount of income covered. If you can easily live on $2,000 a month, don't bother covering $4,000, for example. Keep the insurance payout as low as you reasonably can. Second, you can extend the amount of time you wait before the long-term disability payments come in. The most common period of time is 90 days, but if you can wait 180 days or maybe even a year, the cost will fall quite a bit. Lastly, you may be able to cut costs with a Social Security writer. This clause says that any money paid out by Social Security won't be paid by the insurance company. 
I don't recommend adding this clause, actually, but if it allows you to shoehorn the policy into your budget, go ahead and add it. You may be able to update a new policy later on. Planning to work in the hospital is not disability insurance. Disability is an added expense, but it is important for all working adults. It's one of the first things you should purchase after rent, food, and medical expenses, including health insurance. If you're young and invincible, you may feel like disability insurance is a waste of money. But in the best case scenario, it will be a waste of money. You'll pay for it month after month and never get a benefit from it. That's great because that means you're healthy. (laughs) But if you do become disabled, you don't want to plan to work from your hospital bed so you can keep paying the bills. Give yourself some peace of mind and buy disability insurance. If you need more help on where to go, how to find the best rates, get the best company to come alongside of you and help you out, check out thecollegeinvestor.com. Of course, we have tons of resources there. Get all the answers you need. You're awesome. Have a wonderful day. Hope this was helpful. If you know that this could help somebody else, go ahead and share this. That would be amazing. We would love that. That's what we do. We love to help people. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.